0: Home. It is more than four walls and a roof. Home is a feeling. I'm Jennifer Stagg, and I believe that home is the most important place on the planet. Here, I dive into all things home, whether it's tips from my latest DIY project or interviews that examine what gives a house that something special. Join me as I get to the heart of the home. Our favorite thing to do, Kelton and I, our producer, is when we're having a design meeting rope in our designers into coming on the podcast and it's their favorite thing too. (laughs)
1: It's our favorite
0: thing. (laughs) (laughs) Are you sensing the
2: sarcasm?
0: (laughs) We're just going to make you guys do it until you get more comfortable with it.
2: I don't know that that will ever happen. (laughs) (laughs) We're so excited to be sitting
0: down today with Meg and Melissa, two of our designers on Team Stag Design to be talking about really common design mistakes and a solution that we have for you. So that's what we're tackling today on Heart of the Home. The Heart of the Home continues in just a moment. Hey everyone, popping on here to tell you about our latest collection drop on Stag Design. It's our art collection. These are beautiful, large-scale, very high-quality art pieces that will mix seamlessly with our current collection pillows and fabrics and wallpapers. You can check it all out on StagDesignShop.com. Thanks, ladies, for joining us. (laughs) We're like, they don't even know how to respond. I don't know how to respond. (laughs) As we get going, it will become easier and easier. So today we're talking about common design mistakes and dare I say, design pet peeves that we both, all three of us have. Um, So I'm going to start with you, Meg.
2: What is a common design mistake that you see people make? A huge one that I see is you walk into someone's house and they have clearly looked at Pinterest and have picked five different styles, like too many patterns, modern, traditional, French country, and it's like too much all of it's thrown together. They're like, I like the
0: look of this. Mm -hmm. And I like the look of this. And I like the look of this. And I like the look of this. So it'll all work together, right? (laughs) And it
2: doesn't
0: doesn't work together. Mm -hmm. What does it look like when you walk in somebody's house that's tried to do too many design styles? Oh, it
2: just looks crazy. It just looks like (laughs) it gives you a headache. You're like, what are you trying to achieve? It doesn't look cohesive. It doesn't look comforting. It doesn't look how you think it looks. It just looks like you had a really hard time figuring out what to get. So you just got everything. Mm -hmm. So it's being able to just know less is more. Edit. pick one or two things. That's a hard process for somebody to go through
0: who's not a designer is editing. Mm -hmm. What advice would you have for somebody who needs to self-edit?
2: Maybe even ask the advice of your friends and family. Sometimes just having a second perspective of if you can't edit yourself, ask someone, because not everyone has access to a designer, but ask someone, hey, which of these do you think looks best? Then sometimes other people can help censor you so that you don't end up picking five things. I always tell people to, um, if you're, if you're not
0: sure what your design style is, go to your closet Because I feel like fashion carries over a lot into interior design. And so the things that you're drawn to in fashion, I feel like are the things that you will be drawn to really naturally in interior design. So, for example, like if you look in my closet, there's a lot of really common themes. I buy a lot of really timeless things. I like bolder colors, but I also feel like I'm really understated in design in fashion. And so I like the same elements in design. And so you want the person who wears X items of clothing to be the same person that lives in that house. Do You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? That's how I feel anyway. Okay, Uh, any other lasting tips of words of wisdom for people who are design multi-personality?
2: I think for your larger pieces, whether it's picking things that are more standard pieces in your home, like big pieces of furniture or key things in your home that you're not planning on changing out for a really long time or bigger ticket items that are going to cost a lot more. Pick things that are more timeless. Pick things that are maybe a little bit more neutral. They don't have to be super neutral, but things that are going to go with a lot of different things. Don't pick some really crazy, bold print that you only like right now that you saw in some architectural digest that was like, specifically curated for this one space. Pick something really timeless and then accent it with bold pieces or prints or, you know, play around with your accessories and things that are easier to change out as you grow out of it and as seasons come and go, as years come and go, because those are easier to change out and less expensive.
0: Okay. Melissa.
1: Yes. What
0: (laughs) is a common design mistake that you see?
1: I think... The scale of furniture. I think sometimes when you walk into a home, you know, you see a rug that's too small in a family room. Um, you go into a, you know, a kitchen and the rug is too small under the kitchen table. Or even just, you know, you're going in to the family room and the coffee table doesn't, you know, it's not the right shape for the sofa. So I think there's just a lot of, I don't know, if you if you want a good design in your home, just making sure that things are balanced, they're proportionate.
0: Yeah. Because sometimes you walk in a really large home and it feels like dollhouse furniture.
1: Yeah. Don't you think?
0: Mm -hmm. There's not enough furniture for the space or the furniture is really small. Mm -hmm. Um, Or it's the opposite. It's like huge furniture in a really smallish space. And then it's like, it feels really crowded and uncomfortable in the space, right? Like we have clients I can think of right now who had a ridiculously large sectional <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. in a family room that it did not belong in there. And it was so, it's so big actually that they've taken it apart and turned part of it into a love seat because they were trying to fit all of it in the same space, right? Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's a really common one. What yeah. advice do you have for somebody who's in this design dilemma?
1: Yes, I think I would always measure it out so, For example, if you're wanting to put in a console table in your entryway, just measure out the wall, just to be safe. You know, if you're not sure if it's gonna fit, just measure it out. So that way, when you go online to shop or you're in the store, you can you can know what to look for and be safe. That way, you're not having to return things, or you know, if it gets too far, you're like, oh, I'm just gonna leave it there because I don't want to return it. At least you'll be better prepared and you'll have a good design instead of something that you feel like you know you just have to keep. So to take that one step
0: further, if you're unsure how the room's going to come together, I would get blue painter's tape and measure the shape of something and put it down on your floor, put all of the pieces of furniture down on your floor in the places that they're going to be with the blue tape, because then you're like, oh, that really does feel too big, or oh, that's way too small, or I need a different shape for here. And then the blue tape, you can just peel it right up and it's not going to damage anything. And then you're not investing in something before you know, if it's going to work, right? Okay. I'm going to go with mine. I'm going to go with the furniture set. So somebody has gone into a store. You guys are laughing because you (laughs) know exactly what I'm talking about. They've gone into a store and they've bought the set, right? It's a bedroom set where the headboard is the same as the nightstands is the same as the dresser is the same as the bench at the foot of the bed is the same as the chair and matching picture frames. You know, or it's a furniture set, you know, and even people who have a lot of resources or have good taste i've I've had clients that have been roped into this. They go into restoration hardware, and the restoration hardware salesman sells them on to a you know a sofa and a love seat that are exactly the same. And then the coffee table that matches it and the side tables and the lamps and the, you know, and restoration hardware furniture is awesome and it's great quality and it works in a space, right? And I'm not saying even that maybe you really do want every single piece in your living room from the frame, same furniture store, which, you know, I don't really love that because I like a more collected look. I like things to look a little bit more, um, you know, a little bit more mix of style and texture. I think it adds a little bit more depth, but I would really caution people about getting too many pieces of furniture that are the same material, same shape, same size. You want things to be a little bit more collected than that. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. What advice do you guys have for for somebody who is getting rote, you know, who's in the furniture set trap, who maybe has already purchased a furniture set, um, and now they're wondering how to to make at least a few of the pieces work?
2: Disperse it throughout your house and add other pieces from different stores and add in different textures. If you've got a wood piece, add in a leather or mm-hmm. add in, you know, a brass side table or add in a lamp or add in different heights, different textures, different materials to try and balance out all of the same material. Yeah. I think a lot of people
0: have like a cherry wood headboard,
1: Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm.
0: Like so many people have the cherry wood headboard Mm -hmm. and you're wondering, oh my gosh, it was so expensive or maybe we can't splurge on a new bed right now. And I would say, yeah, mix in a different material. Maybe it's a mirrored nightstand or maybe it's a white nightstand to lighten it up and then get an upholstered bench at the foot of your bed that's going to really change things and lighten things up. Um, And then take those cherry wood nightstands and move those into a guest room. And and just, I think that's a really good piece of advice to just spread the pieces out so they're not all in the same room at the same time. What do you think, Melissa?
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I think You know, if you have too many metals in a room, you know, I think, you know, add in some wood. I think it just helps having the variety and it helps warm up the room a little bit. And, you know, your eyes not just focused on, okay, everything's the same. You can see that it it looks good, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay, let's talk about
0: design pet peeves for a minute. Do you guys have a design pet peeve or something that you walk in and you're like, oh, you're not fooling anybody with that? I have one.
2: What's yours? I'm trying to think of like when I walk in a house, what's the first thing that I've maybe noticed off the top of my head? And I can't think of one off. There's for sure tons of them, but I can't think of one right off the top of my head. What do you think, Melissa? Maybe I'll go first and then I'll get the
0: juices flowing. So Utah tends to jump on design trends and they go all in with the design trend, right? Like Mm -hmm. over the top, everybody's doing the same thing. So mine is, not every house is a modern farmhouse, mm-hmm. <laughs> Like right? Like, so <laughs> Fixer Upper made modern farmhouse style really popular, and a pet peeve that I have is walking into a house or driving by a house that was never meant to be a modern farmhouse, and yet they have painted it white, put up the black, you know, black and white, and then shiplap everywhere and a barn house door like we actually drove by john and i drove by a house yesterday on our little sunday we like to go on sunday drives and look at houses that are going up that's kind of like you know because we're design geeks so we were driving by this house that we both really love it's new construction it's gorgeous it's so well done and it's clear that somebody new has purchased the house recently they put up blue shutters and a blue sliding barn door over their front door. And we're like, what is happening? What in the world? Who thought that was a good good idea? Mm-hmm. You know." And John actually took the words right out of my mouth. He said, I hate when somebody takes a design trend and thinks it works on every single house. It doesn't work on every house. Mm-hmm. Not every house is meant to be a modern farmhouse. Like I live in a mid-century house. I do not think that shiplap would work in this house, Mm -hmm. right? Like I would just caution people against jumping on every design trend. And what I always say to people is really look at the roots of your house and what it was intended to be. And let's do that the right way instead of going, well, I really love, you know, modern design even though I live in a really traditional house, how can I make my house modern? I would say, let's work on, okay, if you live in a traditional house, let's find a way to introduce transitional elements. You can still make it feel modern and fresh, but don't don't go too far away from what your house wants to be, right? Like, what is that scene on Mean Girls? Where she's like, you're never gonna make fetch happen. (laughs) <laughs> like fetch is not going to happen if you're never going to make it happen that's what i always think of <sighs>
2: uh-huh. when i
0: see a design that's trend true. that's like not working it's like hey you're not modern farmhouse you're never going to make modern farmhouse happen you're that's not, not going to make fetch happen okay <laughs> <It's>
1: <laughs> just give you guys up. think of one i yeah i can think of one i think my like when i go into a house i think it can go both ways. So either the room is too cluttered or it's not finished. So I feel like when you have a well-designed space, you know, it's not too cluttery. The pieces that you choose for this space are intentional. And obviously you can have storage options. You know, if you have kids, obviously you're going to have bins or baskets of things to hold their toys. But I think just making sure that, you know, when you want to design a space, you're not going overboard and thinking that you have to buy everything for that one space. I think you can make it look beautiful and sometimes less is more. But on the other spectrum, when you don't finish a space and you go in and you want more, I think also, I don't know, I think.
0: Well, you're in the right place because our our design firm philosophy has a lot to do with completing a space 100%. -hmm.
1: Can
0: you think of one? I have another one. If you don't, if you can't (laughs) think of one, I've got plenty. What do you think? Uh,
2: When you walk in, it seems no one thinks of this, but when you walk into a space and someone has different colored light bulbs in just ah, about every fixture, that's a good one. it drives me nuts, especially in the same fixture. Cause sometimes you look <laughs> at like a chandelier and someone has a light colored bulb and a warm colored bulb and then a random Edison bulb. And I'm like, you've got to pick one color and stick to it. And another light fixture will be totally different. It's, pick one color and stick to it throughout your house obviously if you have an edison bulb that will be different but yeah that's a big pet peeve of mine is walking into a house with crazy different color bulbs everywhere especially in cans empty picture frames Mm -hmm. that's another one for me Mm
0: -hmm. like go on your computer right now everybody (laughs) go to costco upload your photos and print them out Mm right right And then fill those picture frames. Like, do not leave picture frames on your walls empty. It drives me crazy. It's like, your family is so beautiful. Please put them in your house. Please hang them on your walls. Okay, one more. I can think of one more. You guys, I don't have that many, but I can think of a few. Plants in places where plants won't survive. Mm
1: -hmm. That's true.
0: Have you guys noticed that one Mm -hmm. too? Like i'm I'm all for faux greenery if it's good faux greenery, right? but you can't put a fiddly fig in a room with no windows in it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look natural, right? Because yeah. it would never survive in there. Mm-hmm. so i I try really hard to be conscious of where living things could survive <laughs> <laughs> and putting them in those places. Very mm-hmm. true. I don't know. know Can you guys think of any more?
2: I'm sure after we're done recording, I'm I'm gonna come up with 10 more. You're gonna think. think.
1: Yeah, just with trends, I think, you know, Utah specifically has a very, you know, specific trend, but I think just, you know, each of us has our own design style that we really like. And I think just going for, you know, what's true to you, you know? Yeah. I think at the end of the day, that's what you're gonna want it to look like. And you don't have to have the same rug that everyone has. You can, you know, you can do something differently. So
0: If it speaks to you, it belongs in your home, but, Just think about the direction that you're taking your home before you fill it with everything.
2: Mm -hmm. I think
0: that's a good lasting piece of advice. Okay, well, we have a solution for you. If you're like, I don't know what to do, I need help with design, we are giving a room away. We're giving a room design away where our team, all of us here on Team Stack Design, will play a part in putting your beautiful home together uh, customized for you, We're just trying to reach 10,000 followers on our Stag Design Instagram, and we're super close. We're super close, guys. So head over to the Stag Design Instagram, follow along. You must be a follower, and then you need to tell us on Instagram why you want us to fix your space. So head on over. We'll also put the details of the giveaway in the show notes of this episode so that you can click over, see exactly all the steps that you have to follow. It's not many to enter into our giveaway. Tell your mom, tell your friends (laughs) because we really want to hit 10,000 followers on Instagram. As always, thanks for following along on our stag design journey. Uh, We're grateful for all of you. We're grateful for listening. And also we're so grateful for all of our clients. We have some really great clients and we've got some exciting projects coming up, right guys? Mm Yeah. Yeah they're not going to elaborate. They're like, <laughs> we're we so want to be, we're so excited. We're screaming inside. No, really. They're like, please let us stop talking on the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening as always. I'm Jennifer Stag, and you've been listening to the heart of the home. I hope you'll subscribe, review, and rate this podcast and tune in next episode for more heart of the home. Thank you so much for listening.